It's time for a podcast. Welcome to Echo Screen Podcast, episode 50, well, 20, uh, 26 off there. Episode 76, wow. I've been really enjoying the uh, the Thanksgiving holiday. My name is Blaze. With me, as always, is Robert. I guess I want to save my question of the week is, are you becoming as dyslexic as me? But, yeah, um, only with numbers, though. But I don't know uh, what the name the, of that is. I can't. I can't read it. Um, uh, anyway, <laughs> my my. I guess my question of the week is going to uh, be, why is it so uh, so so much of a hoopla that when uh, anime shows become live action shows, but when live action shows become an- anime shows, there's no talk of it at all. So you're telling me you want to talk in deep, uh, deep uh, dive uh, scenario about the supernatural anime? Yes. See, I, I know, I know you that well that I knew you were going for that. Uh, well, t- today I was thinking about it. I was just like, how many times has that happened? Where like a live action show has had an anime uh, like adaption? Yeah, I don't and... know. I really can't off the top of my head, like go for like i the only one that comes to mind is su- the supernatural anime yeah so the, the the only other thing i can kind of think of is there was a short film thing that i think probably came with a dvd for like one of the underworlds mm. movies oh i guess the animatrix technically there was the, the blade runner thing kinda, yeah yeah I so i mean it's growing up uh pacific rim Pacific Rim did get that anime series on Netflix, which I did talk about here on the yeah. show. Huh. So, yeah. There's a few of them. Yeah, I guess like... it's just different. Because that, like, supernatural anime is, like... Bizarre. That's, yeah. Like, the cover of Carry On My Wayward Son is the ending is, like, even... It, like, like sends it to a next level. It, uh, it ascends in a way. It's, uh... It's a different animal. That's not what we're here to talk about. Uh, it is the day after Thanksgiving 2021 here in uh, the States, which is like the biggest retail holiday uh, weekend. Uh, you know, it used to be anyway, but now we live in an online society. So every every uh, sale is is big and the pandemic has accentuated the, uh, the sale of pretty much uh, anything you can get your hands on. So... Yeah. I don't know if you've gotten any um, cool deals uh, like this week and last, but uh, I have. I oh, have. Uh, the, <laughs> only, the only place that I sold, bought anything from uh, on a major scale is Comixology. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do they have any good deals? Did you finally get your... Uh... I finally got all the Hawkeye run by Matt Fraction. Awesome. Uh, just in time. Yeah just uh i'm going through that now um as we're doing this i'm totally ignoring you no um Perfect. no uh and the other one is uh a thing that i wish sponsored us uh <laughs> the east standard provisions uh eastern standard provisions i believe it's its full name pretzel oh the pretzel uh, place the fancy the pretzels pretzel. yeah. yeah which yeah. uh today my um, I called my sister and I kept talking to her about that. And she's like, do you own stock in that? <laughs> like, because, yeah. like, I, I talked to everyone. Like, <laughs> I, I talked to Blakey's about this, like, all the time. Nice to meet hey, you. Man. Have you heard of this pretzel company that I love? 
I go to like job application, job interviews, and just be like, "Hey, before we go into anything else, I'd like to bring up my sponsor." I've brought you this sample. Um, tell me if you'd like it. Here is their business card. Uh, it's not my business card, but uh, that's it's just, it's, that's I, awesome. I drew it with the pen or like something. Are they doing any special deals um, right now? Uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, everything's half off. Um, so. That's pretty good pretty good yeah yeah well that's cool uh i uh i purchased and i didn't get a special sale the fact that it was just available they've been pretty much more readily available than the other next gen consoles but i acquired an xbox series s the um, okay the small one the all all digital one yeah so i'm uh Back on the Xbox uh, train. It got here. And you're giving me your PS5. No, unfortunately not. How am I supposed to play the Sony games, you know? <laughs> you're welcome okay. to come over anytime. Uh, no, never. Yeah, uh-huh. so so I've been talking about how I was like, man, I the only reason I'd get an Xbox is so I could play Fable. Haha. And so uh, Fable 2 yeah, has Fable. been uh, completed already. You beat it already. Yeah, within the the console came on Monday and it's been we've gone through it and it's it's over. Wow, um, it's a uh, Fable Two is about as you remember it. It's like a game from two thousand eight and it's like it's pretty offensive and like the potty humor is like there. It's an M rated game. It's pretty dark, um, overall and it's like kind of a mess and a lot of times okay. like the game has like like glitches to this day it um the way it controls the pop in like all that stuff is like all kind of jank it like really looks like a glorified ps2 game um and in like a lot of ways but it still like does things that only fable does or did like it's still like things that you don't have in modern modern games i mean it is like over a decade old at this point so it's um it's interesting to return because like i remember that i was in 10th grade when that came out and uh i thought it was so cool and um i still think it's cool it's just and it's it's just the way i remember it that's like like i talked about um catherine and um no more heroes 2 and how like they weren't just the way i remembered it they were worse Fable is literally just the way I remember it, which is good, actually. Because that, that's, uh, you know, I'm glad it wasn't as bad. Like, it wasn't worse than I thought. It was like, I remember it being, like, uh, the same way. Just, like, the animations, the, the, the jank of it all existed. But we didn't have, like, better games, I guess. Like, games hadn't, like, hit the kind of, like, standards or patch cycles or... Um, whatever and that was like that was a triple a game from microsoft like that was the like one of their flagships and like that was what they put out and at the time it was good like i'm pretty sure it got like eight or whatever across the board but i still had a blast um and there's content that i hadn't seen and i had all the dlc like i it's on game pass so i just have a game pass subscription and i could install it get all the um get all the dlc that i already had purchased and just just like go in it was great 
Uh, so we're going to probably go into Fable 3 next. Um, I tried, I've, I downloaded a bunch of other games. Like I'm playing, I'm going to continue playing Sable on the, uh, the Series S because I, I tried, I booted it up to see if the, my save would just transfer over from my PC save instantly worked. It was just perfect. I was like, the future, it's the future. Um, overall, my, like my personal differences, like it is not the series X. It's not as powerful. It's, um, but comparatively to the PlayStation 5, which I've had for a while now, it's uh it's pretty good. The UI is super snappy. Like it's faster in every way. The boot up is faster. The the UI, like if you click something, it immediately goes to it. Um, the suspend, uh, like the um, quick resume. You know, like you can switch between apps and stuff on, like on PlayStation, even PlayStation Four. The Everything like exists in like the background, basically. Okay. So you, like, unless you quit it out or like for some games and like apps, it will just pick up from right where you left off, and it's really nice. Like it immediately. There's like no gap, so uh, that's really good. Um, when you're streaming stuff, it automatically turns the Xbox controller off after like a certain amount of time, which the PlayStation doesn't, obviously. Um, and then. The Xbox has uh, batteries in the remote instead of a rechargeable battery. Uh, personally, I I like uh, I like the physical batteries. I don't know why. I guess it's because like I know that the battery life will always exist. Like it will always be the same. It won't deplete over time, if that makes any sense. But you also have to buy batteries, which you haven't had to do. Uh, comparatively, on current games i tried to play a little bit of scarlet nexus which i will also be playing on the series s instead of the playstation 5 where i played the demo and i wanted to see what like a cross-gen game would be like comparatively to what i saw from the demo on playstation 5 versus the series s optimized version of um of scarlet nexus and i it looks the same i mean it looks visually to me the same as what I was playing on uh, PlayStation 5. And it may it might only be 1080p instead of 4K, but I can't tell the difference, so it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like the, the way the Xbox controller feels. Um, do, does the console feel super next-gen? No. Uh, the, like, the Xbox controller feels the same as it did on the 360, as it does now to me there's some like texture stuff on like the triggers and the bumpers and all that i do feel like the d-pad is far superior to any d-pad that we have on any other console it's really it's like clicky and nice and responsive love it um yeah i don't know i'm having a good time i uh i do i'm like i like that i have my playstation I still feel like overall the PlayStation 5 doesn't have those like huge hitters of its own generation, like of its own like PlayStation 5 generation. They like kind of arbitrary like Final Fantasy 7 integrate. If I wasn't such a huge Final Fantasy like and Square fan, that would like I don't think a PS5 is justifiable like with that with those exclusives. Like what else do they have? Bug snacks, haha. Yeah, bug snacks. <laughs> 
uh, the what is it? Destruction All Stars, Ratchet and Clank, which not for me, but um, Miles Morales was cross gen. Mm-hmm. Um, Horizon's going to be cross gen. God of War is going to be cross gen. Like all this stuff. Like um, I don't. I feel like if you're just like trying to play games and you try you're you want to play a majority of games, I like obviously if you have a PC, like that you're like a gaming PC, you're fine. But if you like don't care about Nintendo games and you want something that like is pretty like meaty as like a system and like that can support a lot of stuff, the Series S is actually perfect. And games like Games Pass like Ultimate is like fifteen bucks a month, and you um you get as much as you want like i will be playing uh eventually the star wars uh what was the star wars game jedi fallen order i will be playing that because it's on game pass so cool. it's nothing it's nothing extra it's just there it is and it has all that next gen upgrade so there you go so yeah i'm looking forward to to uh to that to like really getting back into the uh, ecosystem like everything from from my 360 is like is there i just have it all like that legacy is is still there so it's like it's like you've walked back into an old old home yeah it's kind of weird because it's like obviously it's like thanksgiving i remember a very fond memory of like a family thanksgiving where like everyone gathered in my room and left for dead it was two it was really it was 2008 if i'm not mistaken left for dead came out that was the same i think it was the same fall that gears of war uh 2 came out and fable 2 came out and like that was that was like the best fall ever for video games like straight up and here we are series s playing all those old games like i have wanted to play gears 4 i really hate gaming on the pc i don't i don't know why i just i feel like like a the computer is just like more for work i've also just been more of a portable gamer than anyone else but i think consoles and and like like that's more of my scene but you know it's all good i don't uh like i i'm glad that i could set up games pass ultimate and play on pc if i'm away from my series s or just play it on my series s when i show up so it has been fun for sure um, yeah and it was All just right. it was just on amazon you could just find them and you could probably find them on like any retailer pretty easily way easier than a ps5 or a series x so uh do that if you want to get one for christmas or whatever but uh today uh what was it yesterday we uh we did the um what do you call it uh secret santa thing mm-hmm and like every year, I I I don't know what's the word for this. I usually use the word obnoxious. I'm usually obnoxious with it because I will be like when we do it, I'll be like, whoever has me, just so you know what to get me this year. Mm-hmm. Blank. Mm-hmm. Like and so like this year, I like joked around and just said, this year a PS5. Awesome. And, and everyone in the room was like. Oh, that should be easy. Oh, and like, no. And so, like, right, I had to break my facade. Just, it is not. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that'll be a challenge. Like, if you're... Uh, that's like, like, insert I, shaggy meme. Are you challenging me? Yeah, I, I immediately... 
I immediately was. Yeah. My whole bravado was gone. I was like, please don't get that. <laughs> please don't do that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, unless someone wants to go spend like over a grand on uh, eBay to, to yeah. secure one of those, like it's really hard. Also, you can spend like the $300 for like the exclusive uh, clubs that ever, like everyone's doing like this like paid subscription tier and then you get access to buy next gen consoles now like that's like every Everyone company now? pretty much best buy walmart um gamestop for a while now yeah like ever i mean they're all varying and uh yeah but it's tough like costco you need a costco membership of course but uh yeah it's tough i think target is doing it too but i don't know um okay. out I'd... of all of those I don't have a Costco card, so yeah. I don't think I can do that. That's tough. Uh, but I yeah, know, I, if I have you... supermarket like obsession, so like <laughs> I should have one. That's the upsetting part, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let's talk about something that we uh, that we both have. I talked a lot about an Xbox. Uh, you. Uh, you should talk about uh, your thoughts on Guardians because you beat it, right? I did. I've, I beat Guardians and it it is good. Mm-hmm. Like I I even went in and I looked like I w- wanted to make sure because uh, I know I'm probably not the like most clear opinion mm-hmm. like when it comes to these Marvel games because like... You don't have a bias? You're not getting a check from Disney? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> No, no. I could just get a giant, like, won the lottery style check. Like, oh, guys, guys, just put it over there. Um, what do you call it? Uh, no, I I have, uh, I checked this, and, like, luckily all the reviews seem to be unanimous in that this is, like, this is a really good kind of, like, palate cleanser to even people who were kind of put off to, uh, like, kind of the Marvel games after mm. Avengers, which uh yeah i actually uh, uh jokingly was like i might i might do it i might finally play avengers because it's on it's on game pass and i you know have that and i have a console so it's like super accessible but anyway you, you tangent, could do that tangent over but... we could probably play together too because i don't know i don't know can we play I'll cross see play? If it's cross gen i don't know uh, I mean, if uh sony cross-gen. um sony does that still yeah, i'll i'll look into it but like also spider-man's coming next week so that's the only for you sony people now i'm an (laughs) xbox guy (laughs) oh no you've completely left me alone yes can't you see the green behind me that's oh uh... no that's what this has all been leading towards yes the first time you use the green screen will just be the logo of the xbox yeah oh Man, that'll be the new format of the show. I'll have to get a green screen and I'll have to put like the PlayStation logo and it'll <laughs> just be like we're two different sides. Finally, uh, the console wars uh, will <laughs> will create such a uh, such a um, a commotion that people will actually listen to the show. Haha. Ha. Anyway, how do you you uh, like Guardians? It's better I, than uh, everyone agrees that it's one of the best Marvel stories that they've uh, yeah, told. It, yeah, I think uh it's it's pretty it's pretty good uh with everything like it's everything kind of pans out in a good way it ends in a way that like 
I feel like I wrote portions of the ending because uh, without going into spoilers with it, uh, P- Peter Quill says, this is metal multiple <laughs> times. God. Um, what do you call it? But yeah, I uh, kind of like, it's one of those games immediately I've gone back and I've replayed levels and all that. Like I'm, I'm waiting to just kind of replay the whole thing on new game plus um, just until I can get like tales of rise done. And I feel like there's another game that I don't have finished yet. I'm trying to remember. I haven't finished ghost of Shima. Did you ever play that? Uh, the Until Dawn people game. Didn't that come out? Until Dawn. Oh, yeah. Uh, I Dark Pictures Anthology's House of Ashes is currently... I'm actually playing through that right now with friends that are back in town. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, just be, it's very quickly become a game that I'm just like, okay, I have to wait until the people are here. Yeah. Uh, so like that's... later on to, tonight, that's going to be like, well... I think my friend's here for at least one more night. So gotcha. we're going to do that. Uh, hopefully we'll get it done. Not much sleep. Um, you're just going to be in the House of Ashes. Got it. In the game, uh, they mention that uh, the uh, like the House of Ashes comes from uh, like a Sumerian uh, place of the afterlife called Kor. Otherwise that's awesome. known as House of Ashes. <laughs> that's excellent. Oh, do you know? Uh, do you know much about um, Sumerian like mythology or whatever? Uh, I don't know too much about it. Like we were just uh, like every time we uh, we do the un- like kind of dark pictures mythology games. Like it started off as a joke because like in the beginning you have to. Uh, choose the name of the character uh, like of your like kind of player name Mm -hmm. so that way when it you can switch the controls around it could be like it is time for blank to play Mm -hmm. so with each game we've just basically been doing like little hope is the name of a town that you go that's haunted we decided to name all of our characters after after towns uh like from fiction yeah like then like man of medan we did boats um so for this we thought okay sumerian mythology and i was like um gilgamesh nice nice (laughs) so and uh like my friends were immediately like oh okay i'll play as so-and-so and so-and-so oh no wait was so-and-so like that and i was like oh my god they're even bigger nerds <laughs> than me. And then I gave them all noogies. There you no, go. Uh, classic. What do you call the it? classic twenty-one uh, jock to uh, to nerd relationship. The uh, the classic noogie. I don't. I don't think that's like even a thing that's depicted in media anymore. I think that's like an no. extinct thing. Maybe no, I'm like, just uh, getting old and I don't watch that stuff anymore. But yeah. I don't know. I feel like bullies are much more aggressive in movies now. Like yeah. they. Like, I don't know if it's because we're growing up and we're watching more, like, mature stuff where, like, whenever you see, like, 
bullies in it they're like beating people with like mops or something i don't know why it's like uh, like yeah if you watch like movies from uh the 2000s it's like always like this 45 year old guy that's playing like a 16 year old and then it's like an actual child as playing like the protagonist and like the like the like wimpy spider-man uh, kind of like peter parker looking guy and then it's just like give me your lunch money kid and then like now we don't really have that anymore it's like just always uh they're like it's it does, it's not depicted the same way anymore which is probably for the best but uh, yeah you know well, i mean like there's stuff like uh what do you call it uh in spider-man homecoming where like they turned flash into a person i knew in high school <laughs> like it's like oh yeah that makes sense yeah that, that's actually a really good updating to that mm-hmm. like um yeah it's the, that's the contrast between the original like raimi spider-man flash thompson versus the like modern era like mcu version of flash thompson so yeah it, it's good uh and, time changes things culturally uh yeah. redefine themselves but, but what we are saying here today is bring bullying back. Uh, bring <laughs> oh, back no. oh no! Oh <laughs> no! Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, no. I don't uh, think so, uh, personally. Anyway, so, anyway, you... Guardians of the Galaxy, cool. <laughs> it's good. Like, it's a long, I... long road that had a lot of turns, and uh, yeah. all I wanted to say is that I hope yeah. I, I, I hope uh, Guardians does well enough that that team gets to do more stuff and then yeah. uh, at the same time i hope that it comes to game pass so i play it but uh you know i mean as you mentioned and as i look at looked at last night when i was like let's see what the deals are it's 30 dollars now it's 30 dollars and i believe After the I uh close to a hundred yeah you paid it. you paid like close to a hundred dollars for all that like extra dlc like the deluxe edition or whatever which by the way you didn't really need to. Yeah. Because all of the costumes are unlockable. Very, that, very really? Easily. Really? Yes. Wow. That's kind of messed up. Yeah, there's like... It, so, like, the standard edition is, like, $30 or maybe less. And then the deluxe yeah. edition is, like, $40 right now. Um, and also, Tales of Arise is $30 right now as well. Yeah. Um, they are really going ham on the deals, but... Um, there was also a report, like news-wise, like I didn't see much. Other everyone's just talking about how good the uh, Halo multiplayer is, which I'm not much of a multiplayer guy, so not for me. Yeah. Um, but the the other news that I saw making the rounds, which obviously they're only making the rounds in the places I'm looking because this is it's important to me. Um, Neo, the world ends with you, underperformed like significantly be under like the the expectations of uh what square was you know wanted it to perform i mean uh and when it was trending based on this like article everyone in the comments was like yeah because you didn't market it at all (laughs) like like they may have like promoted on like their social medias but they didn't like spend the budget to like put out like ads and roles and like all that stuff like on youtube and elsewhere the same way we were the biggest like promoters <laughs> of that game to be fair yeah like... basically uh like there was a bunch of like um like twitch and youtube people who were like self-promoting it like but they, they were all like the kingdom hearts 
like community people and it's interesting that they like really didn't promote that game even though like they know how popular games like persona which obviously there was a lot of like controversy like people just like hating on like neo the world's into you because they were like it's just copying persona 5 but um you know um they could have gotten in on like that kind of hype by promoting it in like make and showing it off in that kind of way personally that's how i would have played it on the marketing team but uh additionally people are just commenting on how much advertising they gave to balan wonderland or Wonderworld. Wonderworld? i don't know that horrifying game like do you remember that it's like that I remember this okay so that this game Hang came on, out i'm gonna look up images while you're talking yeah it's like looks like knights or sonic it's basically i think it's by like the same uh character designer or game designer or whatever um it it's not great it's like really bad it's uh it's uh they got way more of an advertising budget than neo and neo is like a way better game for sure but uh yeah that's all i saw and it was just like everyone it was just mad because like square you you didn't advertise the game if you wanted the game to sell you should have done the legwork you made an anime as your advertisement well maybe don't do it that way but oh well i'm seeing images of this um i legitimately thought that this was a dlc to mario's odyssey no i am not gonna joke <laughs> yeah I no yeah because he has a big hat on his head and the eyeballs yeah I, I thought this was a new boss that was going to be in a dlc that they were doing no not even it's not even at all it's a square game it's straight up but anyway it, it was so far off from what i thought it was let's talk about something we are happy about which uh we both saw the Jurassic World prologue that got released yes. earlier this week. You you have any thoughts? I did you see this like the leaked footage like a million years ago or I I didn't see the leaked footage, but I heard uh like uh, me and Blaze follow like one YouTuber <laughs> that just, uh, like basically makes us happy. Yeah, it's just uh, ser- direct uh, uh serotonin, serotonin, direct serotonin. Uh, dopamine what's his name it, it's it's clayton Ferreira. yeah or... he does like jurassic jurassic park and world theory videos and like yeah. reviews and news and like all this stuff um he's just it, it's a very chill guy just yeah like hey guys uh, let's talk about jurassic world and it's it, really nice <laughs> just very nice and uh what do you call it it's uh yeah so he, i heard his breakdown of the footage but I never ended up seeing Fast 9, so I didn't get to see that or anything. Yeah. But, um, I mean, like, seeing it now, like, I, I was still kind of surprised at how they took it because, like, there's no music in it for a while. Like, it's yeah. just, it's very much like those uh, documentaries you see where it's just, like, I expected at any point there to be, like, a track being like, this was the ancient world this was the time before man or something but um yeah i know it's i know it's not a nature documentary i mean it was kind of like i think it was kind of like going like riffing off of that stuff though like because they've been like those kind of like are in the collective like thought or like brains of everyone like thinking about 
like when you think about dinosaurs you think about jurassic park and then you also think about like the walking, walking with, with dinosaurs, dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so like they were going for that because they're going for a more like naturalistic approach to way the way they like presented the dinosaurs and all that so yeah um, which i've i've heard the biggest criticism of this is uh one that's like yeah but it's a movie yeah <laughs> which is the fact that dinosaurs are all in one time period that they would not be all be in yeah like i was like uh yeah i think that that's like the thing i was seeing too is like but those dinosaurs shouldn't be together like that doesn't make any sense um yeah i thought it was cool to see like certain dinosaurs that we haven't seen before um like those are cool depictions uh what's the name of the dinosaur that's like it looked like it could fight godzilla in this one that kills the t-rex oh um oh what it's the giga is what it's nicknamed it's like the giga rex is what it's it's like yeah something it's not that i don't think it's um or it's a gigasaurus or yeah i don't remember the specific name but it is um it is like the bigger badder spikier like t-rex looking thing yeah. And it's like I think like one of the, like one of the big components to what the um the movie is going to be. No, no uh, well, it's like presumed that they're going to show it's going to show up in um Dominion. The the, but yeah. I think that they it was like one of the bigger like DNA components to the Indominus Rex. Oh. Cuz it looks kind of like the Indominus like um yeah. I'm I'm a fool. I did not put the, that together. That is a really good. I guess I've watched more Clayton than uh. <laughs> than, yeah. uh but uh, yeah, um, yeah. So it's cool. I mean, I was waiting to see it because I didn't I didn't know what it looked like. But um, yeah, I thought it was cool looking, but it also looked like like a like I don't if that's what the actual dinosaur like they think that that's what it looked like. Cool. But it also kind of just looks like a monster in a monster movie. Because, like, the, that's what the Indominus looks like. It looks like a monster yeah. in a monster movie. And, you know, so. Yeah, at, it, when it when that came in, it was like, that looks really cool. Yeah. But it probably didn't really exist. Because Apparently. I also imagine it, it. The thing that really took me out of it was when it came in with a guitar playing. And it, <laughs> like, it had, like, giant bat wings. And it likes breathed fire, but that's the not the point. I think we saw uh, different footage. Uh... <laughs> oh, I made my own cut. Here oh, we go. oh, the... <laughs> I hand you a film reel between. The... Awesome, and then it just secretly uh, plays the entirety of uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> had to do it. Had to do it. Um, but uh, but as for the rest of the thing, like. Did you have the same thought that I did when, like, like, oh, this is cool, this is cool. You lost a T Rex. Yeah, like I don't like. I just was like, I don't. How dumb are they? Like, how dumb are the like the adults in like the, who are not like dinosaur science? Like, basically, you're not a paleontologist. You're not like like an animal like um, yeah. behaviorist or like anything. You just don't know anything like you don't have any logic or like i i don't like to use i don't know if i've said this on the on the show before i don't like the the terminology of common sense because that would imply that like people have sense in general (laughs) and 
I don't personally think that uh, they do. So people who just have sense, um, and these these people uh, in in this movie who are the ones trying to wrangle the dinosaurs definitely don't. Uh, no, and, and I, we, I'm sorry. No, no, you go, you go. I, I was just gonna say, like, I think we've talked about this in the past, where it's like, as things go along in this universe, we have to accept that the people in this universe are stupid because they continually think dinosaurs are going to work yeah this is like this is something we're gonna get better at the second take but like at the same time it's like okay that that you're trying to you just try to escape by that so we could have a movie yeah but it's it's the implications of like uh, like uh, they are trying obviously like michael Crichton. his original thing was like like corporate greed and the ability to um but like the implications of such like such things would change the face of the world forever and obviously that's the route they're going here in um in the dominion specific like in end of fallen kingdom and now in dominion like they are going for a world that is forever changed by the like the the machinations of some like few uh i don't know greedy men they didn't they didn't care to, enough to uh, to see beyond the money like basically yeah. so before they could uh uh figure out what they had they were packaging it and they sold it and they sold it yeah um what do you call it um <laughs> but no it's uh i there was a, i was conflicted at that too though but because the night before like somebody on our farm like just there was a, a dog that we were watching and they didn't think it was a good idea to just take a leash. And like, uh, so like the dog ran off into the night and it was like a black dog. Oh. And so, so we just kind of like spent like an hour just kind of being like, okay, come on. And, and eventually luckily it was very quick to find him. We just, but like there, I, that happened, and then I watched the Jurassic World trailer. Awesome! And I was, I was like, I like was lost in my mind. I was like, would it be, would it be easy to lose a T Rex? I lost so, it. I, I mean, <laughs> like, if they're using thermal imaging, yeah, like, and it's warm blooded, no, <laughs> like. <laughs> that's that's the other thing like how soon does this happen after that because like after the movie because like maybe this is like the first night that like they're all the dinosaurs are roaming around it could be america it could be but based on like the way battle at uh big rock went it was like it's been a while like it's been yeah so and it seems like even then like we're still having a hard time grabbing a these dinosaurs yeah so and like i don't know that's that's kind of the question of like this whole movie of like the big okay but how what now is like uh people not only like the the whole problem with the movie is not going to be like we we can just gather up these dinosaurs and then the problem is going to go away the problem is people now have DNA of these dinosaurs in their hands so they can make it on their own. So yeah. like the world is truly changed now. Yeah. Like, yeah. And 
are most of the problems coming from people making these dinosaurs and then they just losing it on their own so they're like out in the world in that way but yeah i'm excited to see the film that's been uh it comes out next summer so it was supposed to come out uh i think 2020 it was supposed to come out but i don't know i think it was 2021 it was 2021 i think it was i don't know okay but i don't uh i'm excited to see it regardless of when it was supposed to come out but yeah and we have uh in the meantime uh camp cretaceous is coming out soon that's like next week next week i think it's the fourth yeah yeah so that would be next week all right so So we're you're next time we're on here you're gonna see us like red-eyed just being like all right we just watched all the episodes. Any yeah, chance to talk about a Jurassic Park franchise uh, thing? <laughs> we'll take it. I think that's uh, that's our thing. But, uh, you know, I would I would like to. Yeah, I mean, it's just like kids love dinosaurs, and you know, we still do after all this time. <laughs> uh, I would like to when the world is a little bit back uh, in order. I don't know. I'm not trying to fear monger or anything, but I did find out. About that new COVID variant uh, that came out, the new the new patch notes for a COVID that yeah, happened. Like, I'm glad they came almost... out with it after uh, Thanksgiving. You know, cool. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's almost like uh, just like the massive amounts of people who are refusing to take shots and booster shots and like all that. Like in it now going into the cold season and all that. Like acting like this whole thing is done like is also uh you know that's not motivating what's hey, happening here with so, all this nightmare we're living in society has but, to get back in order we can't just not go back to work am i right anyway uh well no it the problem <laughs> is, is we can we can not just not like go party it up like you know yeah uh Oh well. I'm sorry hey, if I just shorted out there. It'll all work itself out. Uh, they they have the new uh, the COVID pill, so hopefully, uh, <laughs> you know, worse comes to worse. Anyway, uh, let's talk about something else. <laughs> um, yeah. So we just went down Nightmare Alley, directed by Guillermo del Toro. Uh, but we're uh... different uh, haunted thing that uh i have heard no one talk about at all um but except for rob uh-oh ghostbusters afterlife oh yeah um i'm not a huge ghostbusters fan i'm just gonna put that out there uh that's so you go you talk about this film i think me and you are on the same level of ghostbusters like we loved uh, the 2016 reboot it's the only good one. It's the only... No. Um, I I kind of, like, for the longest time growing up, I, I liked the ghosts. I liked all of that. Um, but, like, it just was a property that, like, I didn't see the appeal for. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it was something where it was, like... I feel like it's not going in a direction that, like, is exciting mm-hmm. for me ever. And I think it's... Like, I think people more love it in the sense of, like, it being just basically a vehicle for people, for actors to just uh, do improv mm-hmm. with it. But at the same time, like, 
I I don't know why. Like I'm like everyone else is laughing, and I'm like, uh huh, uh huh. That sure is a ghost uh, that they busted. That, oh man, he got slimed. Yeah, he got real slimed. Like I don't mean to be like, oh man, look at you plebeians. No, I'm just like that was always like I don't know why I couldn't connect to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, this movie is my jam though. Mm. Like this one is like it goes in a like very interesting direction mainly because well to me at least it goes in a very interesting direction because it kind of goes into the things i always asked about like um what is the deal with like at the last minute they like are like oh by the way there was this cult to this god and all that yeah and uh guess we have to deal with that now that's been in the background this whole movie but let's go i just picked up the book and i just found out like they go further into the cult of gozer stuff okay um and that's pretty pretty much the premise is um you know just kind of as riffing well not riffing that's not the right word for this it kind of inspired off of the death of harold harold ramus they they the main the character he played egon spangler has passed away and his estranged family are now going to his home that he moved to uh and trying to clear things up but it seems like he was working on something there Hmm. and of course ghost activity is booming around there there's all cryptic things like his notes say like the end of the world is coming and uh it's kind of up to his uh granddaughter who's more inclined to this stuff and like of like i I don't want to be like and a fun cast of characters um but it's like i i think they do pretty good stuff with all the people involved here like even a character that i was like oh is that a thing that's really going to be a thing in the movie there's a character called podcast (laughs) yeah and (laughs) his thing is he has a podcast oh wow no that's tough it's like the one line that i was like oh you could have you could have gone more there like he's like he doesn't have another name wow like they he's a very he's a very fun character in it but he's essentially like she goes to the back of the class in the beginning and then like the guy that's back there like pulls out a mic and he's like and the strange new girl enters the town She's confused. She's trying to figure out what's happening here. And I'm here to get the answer back. And like, and he just like says, hi, my name's podcast. And like, why do they call you podcast? Because I have a podcast. And it was like, you could, there's something else you could do there. Yeah. But you know, yeah. anyway, I've said podcast a lot on this podcast. Sponsored so, by podcast. Uh, sponsored by podcasts altogether. Um, every podcast sponsored by. By every podcast. Um, but yeah, not to go on to for it forever. Um, this is uh, it's not as much of a comedy as the other mo- mm-hmm. movies. It does have a lot of funny moments in it. There is a lot of humor, um, but it's not like the central point. The central point is kind of like figuring out this mystery, um, kind of like kind of honoring the memory of this character, and like in part with Harold and Remus as well. That mm-hmm. movie ends with a four herald. Um, gotcha. Yeah. And it's uh 
yeah, it's kind of a good send-off movie, and it's uh, it it does kind of one criticism I heard from a friend, and I kind of understand it. It does mirror a lot of the beats of the first one towards the ending, like the first feel, Ghostbusters. Yeah, but I feel like they kind of elevate moments that were kind of just like, and that happens. I mean, it could be. Movie. I mean, it could be a callback, like yeah, for like a reason. Um, yeah sometimes those things kind of rhyme like on purpose so yeah and i i feel like that's the case here Mm -hmm. like i they even when they do the callbacks they change things up in a way where they're like oh what if this happened at that same moment and like what happens as a result gotcha um i will say um have you heard who has a surprise cameo in this nope okay i'm gonna I'll, i'll tell you uh uh, somebody uh olivia wilde has a role in this as what as a ghost i'll, I'll let you watch it oh. I'll let you, if you if you do want to watch it i probably won't i like i said like okay. even if this movie is good he's I... gozer oh wow dang yeah like like at the ending she shows up as gozer huh. and it she does a pretty good job uh she cool. that's the part she's uh but uh what do you call it um Hmm. it's it's very it's a very fun movie it's very my sister says it's very cute um i i think there's a lot of uh without going too much into it just saying i thought it was dope is my whole review of it nice i i would recommend it even if you want to just rent it in the future i think it's it's worth your time i I think think you'll like i think our um reviews on things that we aren't huge fans of and we like um are invalidated by the uber fans that hate things that release in the franchise that they're super fans of like so well that's what is it like maybe with <laughs> fallen kingdom yeah. where we're like this movie's actually kind it's of awesome cool. and we're like we're but we're like i would say we're huge fans of the jurassic park franchise but like yeah that is not the opinion that people share yeah. it's almost and i would say this is almost like a a parallel it's like really liking the last jedi if you're a star wars fan yeah um which uh i don't know i'm not gonna get into it so uh let's talk about that's yeah let's talk about something more positive tiger king (laughs) season two ah yes but that is more healthy than the star wars community anyway you know I um had to talk like talk myself down like watching season two of Tiger King over and over again and be like, these are real people that exist in the yeah. world, and you know just because they're featured on this show doesn't mean that there's more people than this that aren't featured on this show. Um. Okay, so the world phenomenon of Tiger King like season one when that came out like at the start of the pandemic like that was uh wild it was the cultural zeitgeist of like of the start of the pandemic and then it kind of just phased out of existence like everything else and the uh the conversation really like they talk about that in in season two of like how it like caught like fire that they never like i don't think they ever expected it to and then they were using that like cultural like talking point to 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 try and get um donald trump to pardon uh 
um, Joe Exotic. And uh, they go so far, and, like, the, the, the series of dominoes that fall of, like, obstacles in their way to get, like, him this, this pardon leads them to the January 6th insurrection really like straight up it goes into that oh yeah like it is super like yo you did not like i did not expect like yeah so that like those are the as vague like that's as vague and as specific as like oh. i'm gonna go there's like another like, different you think i should watch this oh for like, sure like it is okay. entertaining and like and that value it is also hor- like horrifying in the like yeah what how an, the animals are treated in general and like yeah. the people that like do this and don't see that they're like doing anything wrong um i don't know like i don't particularly have any opinions about like carol baskin or whatever like i don't i'm not gonna like i'm not like i don't personally it doesn't affect me whether or not yeah. uh like she did or did not do anything but like that woman's life is like like both ruined like like it's ruined um for being on the show and like and it's it's horrifying how many people were like immediately like yeah she's like the enemy here like like like, uh i don't know i like the the animals are the losers at the end of the day like both sides like joe exotic he like may have not may maybe he didn't commit like any crime but he's still in jail and he's like and he he like still did bad stuff those animals and like that's bad like that there's no arguing that yeah going going back to like every like within tiger king season one and everything like even beyond the ending like yeah he deserved to go to prison yeah like Um, i i don't feel good saying that but like the charges, the charges that like they and the situation that they tried to get him on, that was the that's the problem. So yeah, the know. problem was like, yeah, he had been doing terrible things to like not only his like his animals, his staff, like yeah, it's just so. But anyway, I, uh, definitely worth watching entertainment wise. I don't, I mean, it's not my place to say anything other than that. It's like these people exist and like these situations um suck and uh you know it's it's watching a train uh train like a train fall off the rails it's not it's not you see you can't look away and uh i thought i thought you were gonna like go like board board to the like you like you went from train wreck to like train falling off the rails into a dynamite pit with yeah yeah it kind of is like there's another like animal like guy that they introduce in this in this season that really makes like joe exotic and like anyone else featured in season one seem like small potatoes and it's just like he just like it's just beyond it goes beyond like my uh human understanding of like how a person's brain can work like that and also justify it but yeah it's wild, that's for sure, and no pun intended on that one. Uh, anyway, um, did you want to talk? I haven't watched any of it yet, but I've been waiting to. Did you want to go briefly, non-spoilery, into uh, the Brodius show on TV right now? 
I yeah, I'll go a little bit into it. Uh, Did you watch just, both episodes? Yeah, you I said watched that? both episodes of uh, Hawkeye. Yep. Um, it's 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 pretty good. I it's kind of at this point. Um, it's one of the ones that I feel like it's going in a good direction, mm-hmm. but it's like I don't feel like it's like in full swing yet. Okay. Like it's it's still doing a lot of like build up to things, but um, even two episodes in, it hasn't like told you where it's going. It it is kind of telling you where it's going okay. by the end of, it, but it's like I feel like we haven't. Uh, all the players aren't in play yet. Okay. And um, I feel like we are still we're right before the chase. Okay. Like every everything's building up to a point where everyone's going to be like running soon but right now everyone's just like okay how do we avoid running good and like the end of the second episode it's like okay now everything's gonna start to go running Mm -hmm. so what do you uh what do you feel about the dynamic between um kate bishop and um clint uh it's interesting i feel like it's it's very accurate to the early days of uh of uh clint and uh kate Mm-hmm. um where it's just like she's still very much just a good fan okay um like like she's still kind of like in uh starstruck almost and it's weird to like see somebody be like hawkeye it's it's hawkeye yeah oh my god uh that's but, pretty cool honestly yeah because it's hawkeye so like yeah it's hawkeye yeah. um but uh yeah i feel like uh if if you're going into just like kind of the knowledge of just like like i feel like some people could be like be like well the matt fraction hawkeye run they've known each other for a few years and she's always taking the shit out of him um yeah like it's this is before that point Mm -hmm. uh so like she she does get like bits of like well, I think your problem is branding. He's like, no, my problem is like I have to leave my family alone and like take care of this issue that's happening. Like, no, I think your bigger issue is branding, and like, yeah. Uh, but so, it's it's fun. It's uh, Kate Bishop is a great character so far. Cool. Um, but I feel like Clint isn't entirely like kind of. It's like, oh, geez, he's on the screen, like they give them a good amount of uh, screen time in their own points. Cool. But it's, yeah, but at the end of the first episode, they're together. So. Okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really, this is one of the most hype um, shows I've been like looking forward to. So I hope they yeah. stick the landing um, when it comes to it. But uh, yeah. one last thing about it, uh, if you can speak on it, cause I haven't played it or watched this. So this is all you Rob. How do you feel about like the fangirl, like kind of, um, perspective and depiction that they have for Kate in this comparatively to the way they presented Miss um, um, Marvel in the Avengers game. Mm. Uh, do you mean like kind of like how like how much it's like like the OMG it's the Avengers or like do you mean like it's like their like, depictions of fangirl like fangirl like fangirling I guess and like I know they're two different mediums like obviously yeah, and yeah, like I two different you. characters but I remember the conversation being very negative on uh, Miss Marvel comparatively so I wondered if like you felt that in your like your own experience and then compared it to 
like a character in a movie like oh. kind of well i feel like uh where they go with her is it's not like she's like posting like oh my god hawkeye did this this today i can't believe like it's more of you'll see in it like there's a moment that like kind of changed her life mm -hmm. and it and it and you'll see like it's kind of something just was like this person did this i can i can make change i can make change the way they did so it's like gotcha it's almost an unspoken like kind of like mm -hmm. okay this person really motivated me mm -hmm. uh as whereas this um with uh miss marvel i remember hearing that too and i remembered the points that it was uh like it came like right before the game came out and they showed some uh, uh like early, early stage footage and they like they put it side by side with a scene where like bruce banner is like he's mourning like in the avengers game yeah. like the whole game the whole game is the Avengers dissemble after the apparent death of Captain America. Mm -hmm. And um, like when you pick up with Bruce Banner, he's been living in a downed helicarrier in the middle of a wasteland. And she's like trying to find like the remnants of shield because shield's gone completely. Mm -hmm. And um, so she goes there and she finds the Hulk and then they interact and they're like, Oh wait, we can work together to fix this one issue and throughout it hulk is uh hulk and bruce banner are naturally depressed as all hell and they're like still mourning their friends yeah but then like they show footage of when she's alone and she can interact with different things on the thing it's like bruce is like yeah come on i i know i just hey, let's just get this over with okay and then it cuts to the next scene and she's like oh my god it's captain america's shield this thing belongs in a museum oh and like, that's tough yeah yeah i could see but, that as being tough uh, yeah for sure. but i think actually as the game goes on i feel like her character develops in a way like she she actually get to see her with the avengers and it quickly becomes like with the stakes of the game mm -hmm. like she actually isn't like when she meets black widow she's just kind of more of like uh like in the part of the game she's like listen i'm a big fan but like something terrible just happened and i don't belong with you guys i don't like yeah they're like, like maturity kind of thing yeah okay she, she yeah, matures I mean, throughout it that, and it's not i mean just that's like, that's good then so yeah you know i was so just I, think, I was curious yeah yeah and it's it's something yeah i remember seeing that too and i i think yeah it, it is something like but it, it's sort story based cool all right when you inspect the in objects everyone goes it doesn't matter the scene it could be like yeah oh my god just annihilist destroyed min millions of people hey do you think i could lift store's hammer uh, <laughs> like... yeah that's that's some video game like stuff right there yeah. so uh okay obviously we're uh, bearing the lead here we're gonna talk about cowboy bebop live action yeah uh, which rob has watched some of and i have completed but yeah. before that we're going to talk about one thing one more thing and it's arcane okay the animated show that everyone is talking about on the internet it's, right now it's like nine 
91% on like everything, right? Yeah, like it is making the rounds. It was a it was like coming out like I think batches of episodes were dropping weekly. Um yeah. so if you don't know, um Arcane is the League of Legends animated TV show that is um it's it's coming it came out on Netflix. Uh it's been confirmed for a season 2. Um it's all out right now. There's 9 episodes. Each episode is 40 plus minutes long. And it's an animated show. Like that is like ridiculous. Um and I've watched the first two episodes. The animation quality is incredible. Um it's like fantasy world. There's like there's uh tech and magic like there's kind of they do a good job showing you like the conflict and the main characters and like showing you there's like the stakes involved in all of this and like it it'll like I assume later it'll all like come together in like a, in a neat way but so far I like um the complexity of the like the story that they're setting up it's not um it's not for kids like I don't think the average league player <laughs> is a child anyway but um it i personally i'm not like a i've played league of legends but i've never like dove like deep into the lore of anyone yeah. like um so like i'm like beyond casual when it comes to that when i heard they were making a league show it was the same way i was when i heard they were making a dota show i was like like i just i don't really care like it's not for me like i don't know anything about those things but I think I liked the the Dota show. So, like, I liked it, and I didn't know anything about Dota. And then when I talked to people who, like, knew Dota well, they were like, yeah, none of that is in Dota. Like, you, like, might know an Easter egg or two, but, like, that's that's all, like, that thing. And for League, it's the same way. Like, I, and I think that this is re, like, defining things. Like, it is, like, I don't know if I read this correctly or saw this, but, like, I believe arcane like over, like retcon stuff about certain characters so that might rub like people the wrong way but for me who doesn't know anything about league like i'm like all in because it's just my first experience with it so i'm having a good time i'm really looking forward to watching more of it for sure um yeah so i was, I was gonna ask about that because like i i saw the glowing reviews is like is, it, is this all League of Legends fans, or is this, like, just a very accessible, like... I think it's, like, if... Okay. You know how people were, like... Like, uh... Justifiably, like, they were... Like, everyone just, like, nonstop praised for, like, Into the Spider-Verse because the animation was, like, so incredible, yeah. and, like, just the story that they were telling? I think it's, yeah. like, it's closer to that. As just, like... Okay. As a piece of media, it is just good. Great. Like, it, it just does what it does and it uses the medium to like it's a like most effective uh like form and so far i wouldn't i don't have anything to say like it visually is that interesting like it looks unique the dota anime like might be telling something like its own story i guess but it's not like it doesn't look any different from any other anime out there like honestly but the league show it like arcane looks like arcane like it looks like its own thing so that's that's yeah. pretty great yeah and i think that's another uh i think Haley steinfeld is the lead of that as well Oh, really 
Wow. Yeah. There you go. So she's having a good week. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, here it is, guys. It is finally time for Cowboy Bebop. Uh, Netflix's live-action Cowboy Bebop. Um, you know, we've talked a lot of smack about Cowboy Bebop over the, uh, the live-action depiction of what our fears were going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the internet has reacted a way about it, and it's not a great way, um, in my opinion. Yep. And I will say, like, uh, watching the whole thing, watching the first 20 minutes of the first episode, I felt, like, ill. Like, physically ill. And, like, I know that's, like, hyperbolic for sure, but I was just, like, I literally had to pause, turn off Netflix, and, like, take, like, a day. Like, I didn't go back to it for, like, a day. I was not feeling it. And I was just, like bombed i was like really like i can't believe in the first like 20 minutes of this show i would be that like like disgusted feeling but i wanted to give it a fair shot i wanted to see it like what they had to say and within that like i had to get through the first episode to see like what they were doing i guess and so i got through the first episode and i was like that was fine and if this wasn't called cowboy bebop and like it wasn't based on anything this would be like wonder like it would be awesome and it would be modern firefly there's no question in my mind that this is literally it would be an instant cult classic to everyone around if it was not Cowboy Bebop, like if it was not called Cowboy Bebop, if they were in different outfits, if they were if they were not called the names that they were, yeah, that and if it was telling the exact same story, like yeah. literally, it would be an instant success cult classic. Like I like obviously it's like corny and like like yeah. and people talk like um, anime characters, they and... like they talk like fake like like quirky indie characters like it's all like uh i saw it like over and over again on the internet it was like there's a certain like set of la writers who write characters who talk like this and that's not how anyone talks but like um i it's 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 the quentin tarantino school of dialogue where it's just like yeah oh you know what a bidet (laughs) works like it takes all your nooks and crannies you're like what do you mean it takes all your nooks and crannies yeah it's yeah, like in my feet no it's for your ass <laughs> yeah. yeah that's an actual thing like conversation that they, yeah. that they have in in bebop but uh yeah i got through the first episode and i was like man that was uh that was kind of tough and then i started episode two and then episode three and episode four and i feel like after going through the whole thing i think that the weakest episode is episode one yeah like and i also feel generally my like like without like i don't think there's a spoilery that when when the show edges as like close to adapting stuff from original like the anime when it when it goes towards that um more than doing its own thing that's when it like is the least um interesting but when it's like recontextualizing or like redefining and forging its own path like in its own like like lore and world um 
in this version, it is great. Like, it's doing its own job. And when I, like, took my brain and I was like, this is different. This is a completely different animal, which obviously it always was, like, a different animal. Like, from the, like, uh, like, from the get-go, it always was. From the announcement, it always was. But, like, putting that into my brain, which I don't think the majority of fans of Cowboy Bebop can do or have like willingly done I guess like put that like gotten like ripped like part of them I guess uh I just had a much better time watching the show once I didn't feel like it was supposed to be anything like it is what it is and it's good for what it is like it's yeah. it's not bad if you were expecting oh a, a, like I think we say this about remakes all the time. If you're expecting a one-to-one remake, just watch the original or play the yeah. original. It's, it is different. It always was supposed yeah. to be. If, so. if you're if you're interested in it becoming like a one-to-one adaption, like you're gonna end up like kind of more disappointed. You're like, oh well, I I saw that before. But yeah. Like, or like in the case of like. In the case of like one to one adaptions from like animation to the big screen, we have the uh, Disney remakes to, yeah. uh, to prove that like, oh wait, some things. Oh yeah, it turns out like when you put that on the big screen and you have people actually doing that, there's no way it could be as grand as it is. For sure, yeah. But it's like, and there are points like like even while i was watching it was like oh they must be trying to do something from the anime they're like because like there's like some moves where like kind of like the way that they're moving is almost awkward and stilted Mm -hmm. and it's and it's like okay they're trying to do that in live action and there's like kind of no way sometimes with animation that you can like do that without it looking weird for sure because the human body can't actually yeah but there is some um, there is some stuff like i like directly on what you're saying like some of the fights that like they have with spike he's literally doing the moves and they're framing it the same way they framed it in the show and when they don't do that it's great when they do it like on purpose it's just like it comes off as like kind of awkward it's got it you're seeing like a fan film almost at that point just being yeah, the first fight, like, there's points in it where it was like, oh, that's cool. That looks like a fan film. That looks cool. Yeah. That looks like a fan that's film. That's, like, that's like all this stuff, like, that, like, I was having such trouble with because it was like, I know what part of the anime that they're getting this from, and it's, like, not. It's not like this. And it's kind of, like, messing me up that it's, li- like, they put it like this. So I felt like the, like, there's this meme going around where it's just, like, uh like after the first big like sequence in uh the first episode this lady comes up and like who are you guys and the second picture is uh spike and and uh jet and spike's like i'm cowboy and he's beaver <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny um i really i still get a kick out of that um but I would say my biggest criticism, not not that like w- beyond what I've already said, like um, my biggest criticism as its own thing is that one, there are too many, 
too many like shootout gunfights just really just too many um yeah like i felt like they they happen in like the anime but like this is like every episode feels like they have like a big set piece sometimes they have multiple like like shootouts and i'm like okay like what if you didn't like do it every episode and you save some of that budget to like have some space stuff like because yeah they really like lack some of the um like some of like the flying space and like the swordfish um which is spikes like um i don't know spaceship kind of thing like i wanted more of that personally but they also go into different different places and they like i was like oh this character doesn't have this thing and that's kind of weird that's kind of upsetting to me as a fan like of that thing and then they're like oh but we'll show you how they get that thing and it's like awesome that's cool i like that like redefining of that thing because like it doesn't do like it just makes it different but it's cool like so i'm okay with that um yeah so there's a bunch of stuff like that which is good uh but overall like it does it's kind of corny it's kind of campy um but it's not like it's not bad but it like it is those things so it's it's not like i think it it's self-aware in a lot of places where um but and then it's also trying to take itself seriously so it kind of is a little bit like um janky if that's there's some some moments that they take like they try to like bring some intensity to it Mm -hmm. but then like a scene later they're like uh i don't know interrogating a uh dominatrix about where yeah dog it's all that's like a little excessive like it's just like uh that wasn't in there like that's like not a thing that the original show did but like that's fine but it's also just like you spent a lot of time on that scene like someone was really passionate about that scene um but it also it's like i guess you are showing like you are trying to characterize like the duo in that kind of sensibility like you're showing like how spike goes about things and like how he can play off um jet i believe it was it was like spike and jet in that scene yeah it was spike and jet yeah Uh, i there's one point where i thought uh someone like i didn't hear jet's name through a good portion of it and then somebody said uh said it in a way that i thought they said jack so i thought his name was jack black No. And I was like, no, no, that can't be. No, worse, his name is Jet Black. So his name's Jet Black. Yeah. Oh, that's. It's awesome. Yeah, that's kind of worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I mean, yeah. So that's where I am. Um, that's where I am. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm like, what's you don't have any experience with like Cowboy Bebop other than like the memes or like uh gifts i'll send you yeah i basically gifts um i saw a lot of ads for it uh with toonami mm-hmm. uh but yeah i i never watched it um as as far as it goes like i think this is a show that's improving more and more as i'm watching it mm-hmm. like i the first scene like i was like there's like points where i was like okay that's that's a little awkward i see you're probably adapting something 
But for the most part, I liked the first episode without knowing the context to it. I can imagine if, like, they are just adapting a lot of stuff from Cowboy Bebop in that first episode, it could be very hard to watch. Uh, yeah. And it's like... Uh, but I... It also comes down to I really like a lot of people involved with this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really glad John Cho is able to play a badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he he's doing a good job with it. Uh, I, again... Uh, I think her name is uh, Daniela Peretta. Mm-hmm. Uh, really great as Faye. For sure. And and one thing that I kept forgetting about that I was like, I was like, oh, oh hell yeah. Um, when I was in the hell credits, like I, I was really glad no one was around because I, I was watching the, watching it like in the morning one day at the end of the first title sequence, uh, it said, said developed by Chris, christopher yost Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah (laughs) christopher yost uh he does most of the uh he's the script consultant for marvel Mm. whenever they are doing uh like they basically do him for like comic book consult consultation Mm -hmm. uh he also wrote a really good run on the scarlet spider uh specifically kane uh like uh the the second Scarlet Spider, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's a really cool run. It kind of, this show kind of like adds to like what kind of make that, made that run work. It mm-hmm. go, deals with kind of like a grittier, like if you're looking for a grittier kind of Spider-Man story, like that's, it basically Scarlet Spider goes to Texas, Houston, and mm-hmm. uh, deals with a smaller city and a lot stranger problems out there interesting and it's yeah it's a really cool run unfortunately like got cut short because no one is ever reading scarlet spider books yeah uh but uh yeah it was uh yeah so it was a joy to see that he he was the one developing this and i think he uh as like from the outside looking in i think he's doing a good job with it Mm -hmm. i I would really hope, like, as you say, like, does it end on a cliffhanger? Like the season? Yeah, the season. Um, I can tell you, okay. Um, I, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. Um, I can tell you that it ends like where the anime ends. And then I can tell yeah. you that it is, uh, a different ending than the anime okay. and i can tell you that it like heavily like it basically it's like netflix uh is waiting to announce a season two like it does it like ends like on a very open-ended like okay. it there could there like that could be the ending and it would be like really like un like overall it'd be super unsatisfying if that was okay. the ending but it could be an ending, like a definitive ending, super open ended. But it could be just that's okay. the end. Um, Do they end up on a beach and there's like a giant? Uh, yeah, there's a giant uh, um, um, dog in the background of the, uh, the sky. <laughs> there's a giant dog head in the sky looking up. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, 
the, it's been memed to hell the like last basically the last scene oh. of the last episode and it's like yeah obviously it's kind of hilarious um i'm not gonna say okay. specifically what it is okay. but like um really funny i don't think that uh the hate that people are giving that and that character uh that should be a thing that is happening on the internet i think that's like really messed up personally but uh that's my opinion um i'm I'm gonna be interested in checking in with you again after that because i think i know what it might be that's there yeah uh but i i haven't seen any like memes or anything for it yet but um so yeah yeah basically it could it could be the ending i don't think it should be and i think that they had that last scene because they expected a season two and i think that if they don't do one it's like bad personally like it shouldn't have been in there if there wasn't going to be one um yeah there's a there's a season two where it is like the world is their like oyster they could do whatever they want with this now because they uh they used up most of the material from like they use up the material to tell the stories of like the three main characters and so whatever they do now in is the uncharted territory. is uncharted territory and they have stuff they can adapt with um a certain fourth character that was nowhere to be seen in all the advertisements and also like for the majority of this uh season but like they have they have it and they i mean if they do another 10 episodes they can complete whatever like thing that they want to do um because netflix kind of doesn't do more than two seasons of anything unless it's like mega hit success yeah so like and even then still sometimes they'll be like and we're gonna cancel it yeah just because we're like you know yeah. we don't want to like i don't know uh i yeah based on everything you're telling me and kind of based how like how i'm seeing it like there's some ideas in the show that i can probably i can i'm guessing i can tell are like oh that's an original idea Mm -hmm. like that's something that's new and uh i think that hopefully they do get a second season because i would really like to see how the fan base can turn around on this if they see like well i mean hopefully like this ends up people calm down and they like see it for like kind of a different take as it is yeah but you know based on our on our beliefs in humanity that's not gonna happen yeah so at the very least i would like to see i would like to see season two because i like i overall like what they are doing um and if you like i assume you're gonna watch uh the anime to see what the difference is after this it's on netflix um eventually i'm gonna sit down and just get and yeah. start watching that and be like, oh, I remember that. Oh, they didn't go do that with that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, for the most part, I'm I'm just enjoying the ride as it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like the only episode that I was kind of like, ah, this one's uh, working slower than I thought it would probably be episode three. But even then, I liked kind what of happened in episode three. Episode three was the. Uh, guy with the defective hologram mask ah yeah that, but even then i like the ending of that where he's just like 
Oh, wow. I can get you guys a lot of money? Oh, yeah, well, you know, I'll just turn myself in and, like, you guys can get your a bit of green and be like, you really have a lot of self-confidence issues, man. You really need to work on that. Yeah, yeah, I guess I do. And then horrifying yeah. things happen after that. But, that, you know. that's a that's a like a adaptation uh like a heavily uh okay. changed version of like a thing that happens in the anime and um personally i don't like the way they depicted um the character like uh that in like that but as like the show and the tone of the show that we were watching it was fine um so like that that's like I was kind of bummed out, but then I was like, well, okay. Like it, it served a purpose to, um, for the story to, sh- to present like, um, that situation, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. Overall, I feel like, I feel like the show is better with the trio. Like the, the first three episodes, I feel like it was like, oh, it's kind of missing something. And then when, when Faye slots back into the show, I was like, okay, that's it. Like, yeah. Like, do. I was like, I, when Faye shows up in the first episode, I was like, that's weird. Like, I, that's strange. But then when Faye, like, comes back in, you're like, oh, it is on. Like, it it all works. It's like, it all just, like, the chemistry is there for sure. Yeah. So, it's fun. So, it's definitely yeah. fun. Like, it, stop watching it with the, uh, the video essayist, like, <laughs> perspective like you're not gonna go make a youtube video about it and if you are like just have some like enjoy yourself for what it is and not what it's not like yeah don't focus on what what's different about it just focus on like i don't know just focus on like have seeing if this has any merit on its own value like because people are coming at this with a lot of heart people are coming at this like in the best hopes of telling doing something new with something they love so it's like the, it, you can tell that it was made from a place of people who are adapting something that they were passionate about and not from a place yeah. of like well obviously it's it was, not the death note movie <laughs> it was definitely coming from a place of we can make a lot of money if we do it this. Is. but it also yeah. is like hey i feel like like i feel that the people who made this know with the material that they were doing like with and they picked and choose. I personally still think that it is the weakest when it's adapting things straight up, but when it's yep. riffing off and changing those things and doing its own thing with them, it's really, uh, it's pretty good. So like more of that, please. Um, keep doing your own thing. We don't need yeah. you to like reenact everything. Just, keep the characters true to who they are and like keep going forward yeah so i'm like depending on how they make the uh that yu yu Hakusho uh live action like i could potentially be like pretty into it um, we'll, we'll see like hopefully like because i feel like they did a lot to like kind of build confidence with this as like it kind of progressed forward like they did like little videos like mm-hmm. the one reveal of like this uh who does the music again oh uh, yoko kano who did yeah, the, what, the music for the original so yeah like when they did that whole video of the cast just jamming out to the like original theme and all that and mm-hmm. announcing that she was coming back for it like, yeah that's like that was that was great and like they put out like the before the trailer just the opening theme that they were gonna do so it's like 
I think they did a lot of good stuff to kind of like show off good to endear yourself to it. Obviously, a lot of people didn't have that same feeling. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't I, I think like giving it the benefit of the doubt yeah. um, and then judging it before you go in. That's like the whole scenario here. So, yeah, like if it's an impossible bar to hit, they'll never like obviously. Yeah, but. I enjoyed it. I'm glad you're digging it. I hope uh, I hope it sticks landing for you. Um, and I would obviously like to discuss more in depth and maybe even theorize once you finish it. So oh, yeah. yeah, hopefully next week we'll be going back into uh, full on spoilers. Yeah, of uh, and we won't uh, dance around it as much as yeah. we did. And I'll hopefully check out some Hawkeye in between then and finish Arcane, and yep. even play some more video games which is kind of the whole we, point uh, of our what we're supposed to do here right <laughs> um yeah uh, uh I, I there's i feel like i need to like uh put into like my schedule like it is important to play video games robert now you have uh, to talk about this stuff well game pass like for, for me like having games pass and having like like uh like a thing that i'm going to sit in front of and play like i and play games like that's the thing like i'm gonna sit in front of my computer but i'm not necessarily gonna play games here and like Mm -hmm. with my with now having the xbox i'm gonna sit in front of that thing and i'm going to play games on it and games pass like it is free like after the subscription to try anything that is on there and now i will go out of my comfort zone to play games like uh skatebird which I don't, it's like a game that I wouldn't necessarily drop money on to try, which it sounds ridiculous, but it's about a birds who skateboard. So maybe more of that next week, but I'm, 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 I'm now desperately wanting to know more about this. So I hope so. Yeah. So, uh, that was our show. No Gundam this week, guys. uh, Sorry to disappoint. We did mention it. Yeah. Uh, I I had to, I had to throw it uh, in there. <laughs> Kingdom, Hearts, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 on Game Pass. Anyway, Game Pass. thank you for uh, listening. We'll be back next week. Our uh, What is next week? Our, our December? Like, yeah, it will be December. Yeah, we're going to be in December. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell everyone the hottest news. How Spider-Man is in Avengers. We're getting really close to, uh, I think, the no way in- home. Yeah, we're getting close to No Way Home, but we're also getting close to uh, the next two weeks. It's uh, Video Game Awards. The, uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, so that's going to so be... So Avengers is finally going to get its uh, Game of the Year. It, it's finally going to get uh, Games as a Service game or like best uh, <laughs> ongoing game or whatever the, the category is. But uh, Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, you can follow us on all the socials that you uh, you always have linked below or provided in whatever box that accompanies this show. Um, Yeah, thanks, Rob. Yeah, no problem. Catch you guys. Later, cowboy. Yeah. That's what they say. That's what they say. Oh, okay. Why is it cowboy?